Today on Locked On Rockies, an underwhelming season continues for Chris Bryant. When is he going to become the Rockies' quote, aircraft carrier? You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 20th day of July in the year 2023. I'm your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, well, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the big old purple pinstripes each and every day. Proud to be your first listen of the day. We are free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you all sorts of wonderful Rockies talk here. Also on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. You can find us and all your Colorado Rockies coverage and play-by-play there on the SiriusXM app and SiriusXM as well. Today on the pod, I'm going to talk a little bit about Chris Bryant and some uh, an interesting question posed to uh, the Rockies mailbag there of the Denver Post, uh, Patrick Saunders' mailbag. I'm going to focus on a, a good couple of questions from uh, from someone out there in the Pacific Northwest uh, about Herman Marquez and Chris Bryant, but I'm more specifically going to focus a little bit more on Chris Bryant uh, as the Herman Marquez situation is going to be one to monitor and one that's going to be really interesting uh, as we get closer to the offseason, especially when you count the injury that happened this year. But I'm going to focus on Chris Bryant. We're also going to talk about the Rockies. Uh, it's a tough road stretch for this Rockies team, a Rockies team that's been trying to fight their way back towards 500 uh, on uh, at home. But man, it has uh, not been the same case yet again for the Colorado Rockies on the road. They uh, are currently a, uh, a road team with a record of 14 and 33 <laughs> going up against the Miami Marlins team that's 30 and 18. Uh, so that's just uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dive into that as well. But I wanted to dive into some of these questions from uh, the, the the mailbag here on uh, the Denver Post, Colorado Rockies uh, mailbag here, Herman Marquez's future, Bud Black's job security and trade deadline thoughts. We we won't focus so much on the Bud Black stuff as much as I want to focus on a couple of these Chris Bryant questions here from uh, that that were proposed to uh, uh, him, and we'll we'll circle back to the Herman Marquez po- portion of this question later on, but. Uh, Theron from Eugene, Oregon asks uh, Patrick Saunders of the Denver Post a couple of Chris Bryant questions. In nearly every interview I've seen KB do, he says something along the lines that because he was elite early in his career for minimal pay, he deserves every penny of his current contract. That only works if the Cubs are paying him. Does he really not feel any pressure to be on the field and producing a level benefiting his salary? Secondly, do you think the Rockies would pull the trigger on a bad contract swap, ideally for a starting pitcher, or are they committed to KB hitting singles in the handful of games he plays here is uh the answers here uh from patrick saunders uh as uh for brian in the interviews uh, saunders has had with him he's never come across as entitled however i do believe that he's earned his uh that he thinks he's earned his big contract seven years 182 million based on his baseball resume that's fine but to your point he certainly hasn't played like the cornerstone of a franchise 
or as the team's aircraft carrier, as General Bill Schmidt referred to him. So far, I haven't seen much fire or drive from Bryant. And uh, James Williams follows up with a question uh, for uh, Patrick Saunders here with, Given Chris Bryant's excellent performance since joining the Rockies, is this the worst contract in franchise history? Momfort must think we're all stupid. Man, this guy didn't uh, didn't lay off James Williams here. Momfort must think we're all stupid to try to convince us to believe he couldn't pay Arenado, Nolan Arenado, a likely Hall of Fame player in my book, but magically had a similar similarly sized Brinks truck ready for Bryant. And uh, Patrick responds with this: James, you couldn't. You have your facts wrong. Momford never said he couldn't pay Arenado, if you recall, which is correct. He never did say that. The Rockies signed Arenado, yeah, and then to the eight-year, two hundred fifty-five million dollar extension. It was Arenado who forced his way out of Colorado, essentially demanding to be traded. I don't blame him. In the three years leading up to the February first, twenty twenty-one trade, Colorado signed one major league free agent, an over-the-hill Daniel Murphy. Arenado wanted out because he saw the direction the franchise was, was headed. Yes. Yes, but also that, that wasn't the point. Uh, but I, I think uh, I think uh, the front office and I think the key point there that that Saunders mentions there when you're talking about that part of it is uh, the the free agents, uh, the lack of acquisitions of free agents. But Momfer, uh, Saunders goes on and says Momfer gave Brian big money because Momfer wanted a marquee position player to replace Arenado. And make no mistake, it was Momfer who was driving the driving force behind bringing Bryant to Colorado. Yes, the, the Rockies have had, we, we know the history of, of the Rockies' infatuation with Chris Bryant, but it's plain and simple. We talked about this a little bit before, but big series just happened, and we saw the one big home run. But the the, the key thing that I think sticks out from Saunders' comments there is at the end of, the, of his answer. So far, I haven't seen much fire or drive from Bryant. This is disappointing. This is something, and, and, and it's kind of evident. They, he doesn't seem to have a bunch of energy on the field. He he, he doesn't seem to be playing uh, a version of baseball that, that you would say looks inspired, looks energetic. The way he was uh, playing some defense in right field in the, in the series against Houston wasn't necessarily... There's nothing that screams MVP. There's nothing that screams cornerstone. And he is performing under league average as a below-war player right now. It, 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 plain and simple. Chris Bryant is not playing up to his contract value, and he's not really showing the the, the what's going on. I mean, I don't know. It's the health issues are one thing, but he's just being so forgetful right now. And I don't know how a player of his caliber can be okay with being someone that fades off into the distance. We haven't had a lot of marquee signature Chris Bryant Rockies moments. There's there's really none to think of outside of a couple of hot starts and a couple of hot stretches on top of the fact that the guy is not hitting for power. And I mean, you can, I don't it's hard to kind of think about it because he got his money. At the end of the day, Chris Bryant wanted to get his money as he should. He got the biggest payday. It was the most successful thing for him. Sure to go to Colorado. But he also chose to came here. You need to embrace it's it's weird how much he's not the face of this team. He's never been made the face of this team. He's never he's never bought into being a Rocky. I, I don't think he has. And to be honest, maybe that's partly because he hasn't had ample time of healthy playing time to get on the field that that does it, but it's a bummer that you go out and make one of the biggest acquisitions on the free agent market. And not only does it not pan out in terms of 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 production on the field, it's it's just 
doesn't turn out in any part of the production. He he's not necessarily an exciting interview. He's not necessarily playing with with some pizzazz or flash. There's there's nothing outside of being a good looking man uh, that 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 makes him like have some sort of uh, you know uh, just kind of eyeball factor. He's just kind of. I don't know. It just feels like he's kind of a just a ghost playing right field. He's just someone. I mean, Chris Bryant's supposed to be the the anchor of this team, and he's not even on top of not even finishing or playing full seasons so far with his in the two years that he's been with the Rockies. He's just he's not even performing nearly as well as he's he's gotten more games and he still hasn't reached the number some statistical numbers that he reached last year. He's uh, only scored 27 to 28 runs so that's close there but he's five doubles short in uh, almost 21 more games in 21 games more games played this year versus uh 2022. He's only uh he's only driven in uh, eight more, let me see, yeah, uh, no, nine more runs this year in comparison to last year in nearly uh, another, uh, an extra, oh, nearly an extra 100 at-bats, not quite there. And the batting average is down, OPP is down, slugging is down, OPS is down, OPS plus is down, one of the lowest in his career outside of, uh, the the pandemic shortened season. Chris Bryant has not finished a season with an OPS plus of under 110 his entire career outside of the pandemic shortened season. And it, it, it is. It's just hearing that even Saunders himself said that a guy that's around the team every day isn't seeing the driver fire. Doesn't make me feel good that there's a guy that's just out there kind of riding. It seemed like just riding his way out and riding, and he got his money. But at the same time, I mean, it, 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 he's just, it, there needs to be more of a, some, some, I don't know what it is. I don't know what needs to happen for Chris Bryant outside of he needs to be the, the MVP. He needs to be the all-star that, that he used to be. And if it's just kind of a, a ho-hum mentality or, or a still adjusting to this, or I don't know what's going on and with, on the, on the mental side, but. I want to fully buy in and embrace Chris Bryant, the Rocky, but he's just still been so forgettable this entire time that it's just so disappointing. And you certainly can't refer to him as an aircraft carrier. He's not a friend at, at this point. He's not a franchise cornerstone. He is because of the money and the contract that you've paid to him. But in terms of overall notoriety, and impact on the Rockies, Chris Bryant has not gotten there and has been very underwhelming at this point. And I'm really hoping the second half of the season is the Chris Bryant Rockies breakout party because hopefully that'll break him out into a more, you know, bring a little bit more of passion, bring a little bit more of the fire, bring a little bit more to uh, to the ballpark. But we'll have to see. Let's uh, dive into uh, a really tough road test 
for the Rockies here coming up against Miami as they uh, get ready to play a, a series against the Marlins, a big weekend series, a four-gamer here uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, let's dive into that coming up here in segment number two. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends at eBay Motors. eBay Motors is all about making the championship team, and it's about making sure every player is a perfect fit. For a championship team. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop on eBay Motors, and with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service. We're bringing you all your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. If your team is the Colorado Rockies, you're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Rockies each and every day. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you for being an everydayer out there. Thank you so much for making us a part of your commute, your day, whatever you take Locked On Rockies. Uh, you can find us free and streaming on your favorite streaming services. You can also find us on Sirius XM and the Sirius XM app. Don't miss out on that. Uh, the Rockies are in an interesting situation here. They are the exact team Miami is probably hoping to see for uh, rolling in to uh, their ballpark, their Lone Depot Park in Miami, because Miami has scuffled out of the uh, All-Star break and losing six in a row now. Uh, they just were swept by the Cardinals, certainly had opportunities in those games. And uh, the Rockies are heading on the road after uh, winning the series against Miami 3-1 to there at Coors Field earlier in the season. Rockies now, oh, it's, I'm, I'm sorry, I said it was a four-game series. It's only a three-game series, so no game tonight. I apologize. Uh, but anyway, uh, Rockies are heading to Miami, and it has not been kind to them. And this is on top of a Miami team that's 30-18 and 18 already at home. Uh, according to mcubed.net here, I'm getting uh, my the all-time win-loss record. We've used this website before when we talked about this thing because it, it's still very uh, prevalent here. Overall, the Marlins got uh, are 118 and 109 against the Rockies. So they have a, a slight edge over the Rockies here. And uh, this, is, uh, this is the big difference. This is the big jump here. When the the Miami Marlins against the Rockies are seventy three and thirty nine against the Rockies all time in Miami compared to being and it flips though a little bit uh, where the the Miami is forty five and seventy at Coors Field so when these two teams match up the where they're playing certainly has to have or certainly has had a massive influence on uh, how this uh, how these two teams fare against each other and this is a Miami team that's certainly going to want to be uh, keeping up this historical record of dominance against the Rockies there at home because they need to start turning things around it's it's so many points now and so many points for the season uh, for teams are going to come with the Rockies at the schedule and say you gotta handle business 
the Rockies have already been able to, to, to get the job done against Miami there early in the season, but they're a completely different team now here. And uh, especially as uh, we, we see a couple more people listed on the injury report. Speaking of Chris Bryant and injury report, he is listed as day to day as of uh, yesterday. Same with Randall Grichik. So uh, more injury issues with Chris Bryant. Randall Grichik apparently been dealing with that uh, that groin issue after he was uh, playing in that Yankees series. Uh, we, I don't think we've seen him since then. So Rockies, uh, the, the being banged up here doesn't isn't going to help them. <laughs> but it's a scuffling team that if you're going to come in and, and, and flip the script, flip the narrative and, uh, and, and change things around historically, now's the time to do it. I mean, especially, you know, if, if the, if the, the Cardinals are struggling, the Cardinals have been a team that, uh, that is not done well of late. And, uh, that granted these were all away games here for Miami, but, uh, if the Cardinals can do it, so can you. You know, I mean that, especially when you looked at how well you played. But it's it's the it is the the, the two sides of the coin. The, the Rockies' away record, in general, is uh, abysmal. <laughs> they are fourteen and thirty three away from Coors Field. Uh, we mentioned that a couple of times already. So, it, the, when you're looking at this being a, 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 a this is absolutely in the uh, in the in the looking ahead and di- uh, diving into the schedule a quote-unquote, tough road test for the Rockies here. Just to start, because you do go to Washington where you should be able to, to, to navigate the damage, to figure out how you, know, how you can handle things, and, and you should be able to get a split. Miami's looking for the sweep, though. Miami is going to be looking to do some damage, and it's a Miami team that is a, that though you hear about the struggles on offense for Miami and, and a team that certainly can use more offense, they win. They keep winning those one-run ball games. They still have a lot of pitching depth, and in a lot of categories, though the Rockies and Marlins are similar, except the uh, the 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 the, uh, the the Marlins have a little bit more in the batting average. But uh, this is a a team that kind of matches up similarly across the board. The massive difference, though, here when you're looking about the comparing these two teams is that pitching sta- the pitching staffs there. As uh, it's it's now that I'm looking at it as it's pretty surprising here how, how similar these two teams are uh, average for the Rockies team average 251 compared to the uh, 265 batting average of the Marlins Rockies have driven in 416 to the uh, Marlins 407 uh, Mar- Miami's out hit the Rockies 886 to 814 teams are basically tied at home runs Rockies got 92 Miami's got 91. What do we think is going to be the big factor in this? What did we talk about was a big impact when teams were close, when the Rockies were playing the Reds in that series? Who's going to hit more home runs? That'll be the diff- another moment of a difference maker here in that series. Uh, bat- OBP of 312 for the Rockies compared to the Marlins, 323. And uh, both teams slugging 402. Here's the big difference, though. And here's where the Mi- Miami has the benefit. And here's why Miami has been so good in one one ball games here their team pitching line here 4.11 era a whip of 127 297 walks to 915 strikeouts opponents are batting 245 against miami pitching the rockies on the other hand have a team era of 5.62 a whip of 1.53 357 walks compared to 683 strikeouts so the the 50 the near 50 50 there the the, the that that ratio it feels like when it comes to walks and strikeouts is that's a, the massive difference there. Again, want to say I just want to bring up this stat, the difference here uh, for uh, 915 strikeouts to 297 walks 
for Miami. So they aren't giving out as many free. They're not giving you the free bases. And Miami is looking for just that, a team that's that that can, if they get the timely hit, a team that has a, has a higher team batting average, a team that, uh, you know, has, has, uh, has, is approaching uh, 900 hits on the season, they're going to be looking for those free base opportunities. So the Rockies have to limit the walks and they have to outslug the Marlins if they're going to want to have a chance in this one. But as we know, the Rockies going on the road, always a tough thing to do. We'll see how it it's uh we'll see how the Rockies do. We'll see how they navigate uh Miami, which like we said, a very very tough place for them to play. Uh the Rockies I've only uh won uh are, are the Rockies are 39 and 73 against Miami in Miami. So uh, it's always, it's never fun (laughs) to watch them go to Miami, but uh, let's hope it is this time. Wanted to go back to one more question from the mailbag here from Patrick Saunders mailbag and back in the first question here of it. Uh, there's more in that piece that you can go check out about, uh, Bud Black and, uh, second half expectations and, uh, uh, Patrick talking about surviving that crazy elevator incident where a couple of media members got stuck in an elevator for a little bit. Uh, but we are going to uh, focus more on uh, the Rockies uh, number one starter, or at least you, it depends on who you ask Herman Marquez uh, coming up next in segment number three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you all your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Don't miss us out there or all your Rockies play-by-play action. Just search Locked On Rockies or Colorado Rockies. Take you to where you need to go. Shout-outs to all my everydayers out there. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Hey, also in this mailbag uh, here, uh, Patrick gets a question about Herman Marquez and uh, what the Rockies might do. And here is Patrick's answer. I believe the Rockies will offer Marquez some sort of deal. There is a club option for $16 million next year, but with Marquez coming back from Tommy John surgery, there's no way Colorado will pick up that option. But could they offer him a two- or three-year deal for decent money? Maybe $10 million a year. But the bigger question is, will Marquez want to stay? He's only 28 and might want to see if the grass is greener at another ballpark. I think Herman Marquez would sign a short-term deal if the Rockies don't offer him an extension. I think he would like to prove himself, establish himself as the greatest Rockies pitcher of all time, which he's statistically close to being. So if you look at a lot of categories, if you look in a lot of areas, Herman Marquez uh, is is going to uh, be synonymous with good to excellent Rockies pitching as we look back on it forever, even in just the fact that he has still so much of a career yet to go. I think that $16 million option after the after Tommy John is going to be something that has to be reconsidered. And this is going to be one of the top Rockies offseason storylines. I, I think the Rockies want to keep Herman Marquez. I think the Rockies really want to keep at least, you know, Herman, Kyle, and, you know, maybe I, I guess and uh, Gomber in there. And, and we'll see with Senza too with the health stuff. I mean, I think the Rockies really bought into those guys after what after the, the the success they have seen in Rockies uniforms. But I think above all, I think the Rockies are 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 very va- value Herman Marquez a ton. So, uh, but the question of will Herman go to another team? I, I think it, it's a very real possibility. And it, it, 
the Rockies convincing pitchers or enticing pitchers or bringing pitchers back that say they want to come back to pitch in Colorado hasn't always happened. So that option certainly is is very, very real. And if the Rockies, you, we already know, we, we're seeing it now. And if the Rockies lose Herman Marquez without having the, you know, adding depth or, or building up the pitching depth behind him, losing Herman Marquez is just going to be like losing John Gray. You're going to lose a quality pitcher and that, that, that can be at the top end of some rotations and you're in, in replacing him will not be easy. It will be very difficult for the Rockies to do the Rockies pitching future is so murky that I don't really think you can afford to lose Herman Marquez. But the question marks surrounding the player option and what type of deal and how long the Rockies won't come to a long-term deal. I, I think with Herman, I don't think after this, I think it'll be a short-term deal. Uh, I like Patrick said, and I don't think it's out of the question that I think Herman wants to, and this is just totally just me guessing. I, I, if it was me, I'd want to come back for a year after the Tommy John, get my strength under me, have a, a solid season, and because and, he's not intimidated by the, you know, the course field issue might be a thing, but he's pitched here already. It's not the factor of the of being traded here in the season or blah, 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 blah. It, it's not going to be as big of a deal and build that up. And then you can go out there maybe and 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 hopefully, you know, best maybe for both worlds, the Rockies can can flip at a deadline, get something back. Herman can go pitch for a contender and he organizes a long term. You know, he gets he gets his money that way because Herman being 28 is going to, you know, he's looking for that next big contract. He's looking for that next big thing of money. So that's going to be an important factor there. Hopefully. And if I had to say it, I think the Rockies and Herman Marquez come to a deal that that, that has him pitching in purple, at least for a little bit next year. Will he, could, could he potentially be traded and things like that after? Yes. But I think the Rockies want him to put, put, establish himself and maybe see where they can go and the type of stuff that they can do with, uh, with him. And I think Herman and, uh, you know, Herman wouldn't be a, a, against pitching at Coors Field again, depending on where the Rockies are at and depending on some of the moves the Rockies make as well, because that could be an inf influencing factor as well. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to Patrick Saunders for his mailbag and all his great work over there at the Denver Post. You can check it out there. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Why don't you go check out the Locked on Broncos, Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, and Locked on Buffs podcast for more Colorado sports coverage. And uh, you can find us on your favorite streaming service. You can find us on YouTube, where we're so close to 500 subscribers. Help the show grow by subscribing on YouTube. Be part of the show. Let us know about your Rockies hot takes in the comments on the YouTube section. And until next time, folks, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.